Welcome. This is Brooks in Babylon, and this is day eight of our 40 days of fasting. Our text for today, Daniel chapter two, verses one and two. Now in the second year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams and his spirit was so troubled that his sleep left him. Then the king gave the command to call the magicians, the astrologers, the sorcerers, and the Chaldeans to tell the king his dreams. So they came and stood before the king. Every year we get gifts for birthdays, Christmas, and anniversaries. Some of our gifts are practical and others can be a bit much, but they are gifts and we accept them with thanks. Some presents that we receive never really make much sense until later on in our lives, like that travel kit you didn't need until you started traveling. That extra battery charger that you can now use in the car. Sometimes we get gifts before we have a real reason to use them. I can imagine the king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, in his bedchamber, tossing it and turning. He is not having a very good night of sleep. At some point in the night, I imagine he's sitting on the edge of his bed, wondering what just happened. He may have begun to wipe sweat from his temple as he recognizes that he was actually moving a whole lot in his sleep, but now he can't go back to sleep. Whatever it was that happened in that dream must have been important. This has been going on for a few nights now. The Bible is not clear how many nights, but it is enough to draw the concern of the most powerful man in the then known world. There has to be someone within my court that can help me with this situation, I imagine he's thought to himself. I have scientists and philosophers, men of wisdom, and people who deal with some arcane things to be able to help me get a handle on this dream. The problem is he can't remember it. He knows it's important simply because it keeps happening. It keeps waking him up and knowing that there was something to remember, but he was just unable to remember it. You know how that feeling is, that, that moment you get something in the back of your mind and you can't remember what exactly it is, or when you walked into a room and you can't remember why you walked in there. Many of us just forget about it and think maybe it'll come back at another time, but not Nebuchadnezzar. He wanted to know the reason. He wanted to know what was going on, and he wanted to know the source of his frustration. What Nebuchadnezzar felt is not all that unfamiliar. The difference is he couldn't let it go, and he felt like he had the resources to do something about it. So now begins the call to every scientist, every astrologer, every philosopher, every person, every worker of magic in his employ. And no one can give him what he is looking for. His frustration builds to the point of threatening death 
to every person who has failed him. And this is where the gift he didn't know he had comes in. You see, in chapter 1, verse 17, we are told that Daniel was given a gift that he didn't at the time know was even necessary. But it seems now it is. You may have been gifted with an ability or a talent that you don't see as necessary or even valuable. Just because you're not a singer, writer, or a speaker doesn't mean there isn't a place for you in the kingdom of God. As a matter of fact, you may hold a pleasant disposition, discernment, or even wisdom. All of these require people to know you in order to gain the benefit of your gift. Many of us need to learn that some of our gifts will not be for personal gain, but for kingdom growth. Would you believe that there are, believe it or not, there are people who need to meet you in order for them to meet God. You are the answer to someone else's question. God has created us this way to always remember to be in community. Daniel and his friends had what Nebuchadnezzar would ultimately need in order for him to learn how dangerous his dream was. Prayer activity. Do you have a gift or skill that doesn't seem to translate into a ministry or business? Take some time with your family or prayer partner to see how you can engage others with your gift. Number two. If you have never taken a spiritual gift inventory, maybe now is the time. We'll link one to our website. And number three, pray to, or rather, pray for God to help you to use your gifts for